Welcome to Backstage Gossip, a comedy podcast produced monthly by Burning My Comedy Show, Hamburg's number one weekly comedy show in English. Hello, my name is Shaheen. Hi, my name is Jasmine. We are the founders of Burning Mike, and this is our first podcast session, yeah. Backstage Gossip. So we thought for the first session, we just come together and just talk about ourselves, exactly. what, who we are, what like Burning Mike is. Like every comedy show, yes. we only talk about ourselves. It is a bit selfish, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's, that's what we do. That's literally stand-up comedy. Exactly. We go on stage, talk about ourselves, make fun of you guys, and then we go home. Yeah. I mean, I, partly I started this comedy show because I wanted to have a stage time. Nobody was giving me any. I'm I already <laughs> had enough attention, but I wanted more. Yeah, you wanted uh, in English, right? Yeah, I wanted attention <laughs> in every language because German, it wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, it was much easier to do it in English. I would have loved to do it in English and there was nothing happening around. I was like, I want that, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like how Burning Mic was created. It was this yeah. Like, there was absolutely nothing going on. Yeah. And then some random man came up to us and was like, hey do you guys want to start a comedy show in English? And we we're like, yeah. Exactly. And exactly. then he screwed us over, but now we're here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's now one and a half year. That's it's crazy. It's it's unbelievable. Like When we started, I was like, okay, maybe after two months, we will just stop. But now yeah. it's 18 months. I 100% did not believe in us. Like I wasn't <laughs> expecting. I wasn't. I was expecting nothing. Really? Do you, do you sometimes like say empty promises? Like people come up to you and are like, "Yeah, no. yeah, we do, we do. We will meet up if we see each other again." That's what I. That's oh. how I said yes. But then you kind of like. I kept really? saying yes, but I wasn't expecting anything. And then I kept saying yes, and you were like, "All right, the next the show starts." Uh, on monday on tuesday yeah i'm like oh it's really happening yeah yeah. and then after the show it's like we're not selling tickets we're nobody like how the hell that's true uh, and I, mean, I think we had like 10 people and four of them were our friends yes true and then it became more and more and more and it's a year and a half and it's like yeah. maybe unbelievable i mean <laughs> the first few weeks i was like okay uh, nobody knows us how are we gonna convince people to mm. come to the shows yeah. so i asked my colleagues my friends everybody i could mm. But I was like, mm, let's see what happens. But I had a lot of hopes, to be honest. Mean, I did not. But it's a <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's a year and a half later. We still, yeah. no one knows us. But people come to our show. They don't know us, but they know Some Burning Mike. Some people know. So they know Burning Mike. Uh, the postwoman knows who I am. True. And that's the enough, that's enough fame. Who knows you? The postwoman. My the postwoman. Because she came to Burning Mike. Uh, yeah, she came to Burning Mike. <laughs> ah, shit. And that's the only fame I need. Okay, so that's, I don't need now more. you have a fan base in Deutsche Post. Yeah, and that's it. That's okay. literally in Germany. That is a list celebrity status. That that's good. I I got some followers from Burning Mike, to be honest. Oh, I got nothing. Yeah, uh, no, I can't believe. Some, yeah. yeah, probably definitely. But, but I mean, uh, maybe it's a. Uh, like what was your first impression like do you remember meeting me for the first time because it wasn't when we created burning mike no we did not know each other when we did like yeah we knew each other from passing barely barely but yeah. it's like, i don't remember the first time i met you um but i clearly remember the night that we decided to do the show yeah me too you know where it was it was at Bombay Comedy Club. Exactly. Bombay Comedy Club. And I was eating the free meal that they give you. <laughs> oh, I missed that show. And Me too. They, had a very they still good have it. They just don't invite us. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not bitch about people. 
Well, not me, apparently. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I remember it was Dennis Grunt who just uh, posted in the WhatsApp group of Hamburg Comedy uh, that he's going to start a yeah. comedy club. And I had this idea, that would be cool, because he said everybody can start a show there. I was like, okay, nice. I'm going to talk to him tonight. I arrived there, and you're already talking to him. I was like, oh, bitch, yeah. that was my idea. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I literally was like, I'm doing it. I don't care yeah. about Shaheen, and yeah. I will win. <laughs> yeah, like you're a woman. Yeah, yeah, but then we talked briefly about, like, should we do it? Yeah. And I was like, all right, empty promise, whatever. And then you were, like, persistent. I am I'm an asshole you know yeah. if I have something in my mind I really have to do it yeah, yeah if it's a failure I don't care but I have to do it and fail and say okay I tried and I couldn't thank god you exist because if yeah. it was only me it would have been just a conversation I had a year and a half ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah no for me it was like you know what um, the first time I came to the idea of having an English comedy show in Hamburg was back in 2019 Mm. I was at Rutschgefa, so I was doing Ferhat's show, and uh, I was complaining about having no English shows in Hamburg. Yeah. And Bastian Block in backstage turned to me and he was like, "Why don't you start it?" I was like, "What?" He's like, "You start a show. If you say there is no English comedy show, you start it." And I was like, "I can't do that." Yeah. I and three years later, you did. Yes, <laughs> but there was this three years gap in between. You needed me. I was the missing piece. I needed the visa for that. <laughs> oh, yeah, and the visa. Yes. That's usually... Because back then, I, I, I could not do that because mm -hmm. as an Ausländer, when you have finished your studies, you're bound with your Arbeitgeber, so you have to stay in the workplace that you mm -hmm. have, and you're not allowed to do any extra activity. I mean, you, you can do that, but the thing is you have to go and ask for a permission, and you're from Iran, so basically that's a big no for them. Mm. And I was like, ah, I'm not going to do that. And I didn't know, I didn't know people, I had no network I had no idea where I could just run the show so I was like oh I'll, I'll wait for the others to do it and I mean in in the meantime we had like a Moina I used to have English shows yeah. on and off and then in between Schnacks uh, also started English and I was like okay there is something happening why should I do that until there was this chance that you could do that every week and let's see what happens and mm. now it's 18 months afterwards and it's the it's best thing that ever happened yeah, to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's one of my best decisions. Oh yeah, I I'm, mean, I'm actually very grateful that we started it. Yeah. I did not expect it to yeah. ever succeed. <laughs> that's very encouraging to me. <laughs> 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 but it, it was actually a wise choice to start as two, because now I believe, okay, one week you're sick or maybe you're traveling around and yeah. you have nobody to take care of the show and you're like, what the hell now? Yeah. But we had this, you know, flexibility to say, Definitely. hey, I'm busy. You can do it this week. And then you're busy or you're around. You yeah, I mean, our relationship was burning. Like, I would probably say we are like parents where <laughs> you are the mother and I'm the father. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like the mother of the house and is like yeah. has everything on check. And I'm like the dad, the fun dad who like yeah. once a week shows up with hamburgers. <laughs> and just Drunk. Say, hey. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. here. <laughs> Yeah, ba basically, when we have shows, sometimes you drink. I don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't. I, I drink. Get drunk. It's just. It's a thing for me. I don't yeah. care. No, I yeah. usually drink afterwards because I'm like, okay, the show is over. Now I can drink and enjoy myself. But no, during the show, I'm like, I oh. bring meals and eat them backstage, yeah. and I host <laughs> maintain. Like I, I did schoolwork. I study for university. <laughs> yeah. I bring friends in the middle of the show. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing is like i also like when i'm not there you don't really text me because you got everything in control <laughs> yeah but if you're not there and i'm alone it's like really the drunk dad who has to take care of the kids how do you turn this shit on <laughs> yeah what's the show called again like i t- where, where are we playing tonight <laughs> who are the p- comedians who are performing like oh. I just talking about comedians do you remember the early who shows was the worst one yeah just kidding oh. <laughs> you're not doing crowd work with <laughs> me right now the, when we started we had basically like seven eight people yeah and we did it oh that was so stressful i mean we did it like a half and half like you were hosting one half yeah, and i was right. hosting the other half but I was always hosting the second half and I was never paying attention to him. <laughs> yeah. So I was asking the same exact <laughs> question from the same people. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what's your name? And the poor yeah. girl already yeah. said her whole life story and I'm just like waiting. And, <laughs> and there were a few people sitting in the audience and oh, we, d- we already yeah, talked about it. <laughs> yeah, but <I> <laughs> not learning. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was actually cool that we stopped doing that, like doing half-half. Of course, it was. That was a good... Like we did it for, I think, a month or two and yeah, then you were like, I was just like let's not yeah let's not yeah let's true not. It, it was great but i think i never hosted before do burning mic Me i never neither. done anything like in that i just i was just the dumb comedian having a fun time on stage Me i did too. sometimes crowd work but i rarely did it because i was always scared mm-hmm. but now like after hosting and ho- hosting bigger shows hosting in front of hundreds of people hosting mix shows hosting open mics yeah i'm so more freely on stage like i do crowd work i talk to people i feel True. more comfortable on stage like it helped so much yeah and we try we used burning mic as like a workshop exactly a bit, you know and not only for us but for comedians like we had people who never been on stage and now are literally have thousands of followers yeah and are performing like all around the country That's and are really like germany's next big talent in the comedy world yeah yeah i mean um when we started we had a few people and there were a few people who wanted to try and yeah. they we had the platform and we were like yeah please just start we need comedians if somebody drops mm. out we have nobody to replace you with yeah, and exactly. then we even told them even if you're bad yeah yeah like it doesn't matter like come on it's an open mic <laughs> literally like i say that on stage all the time but i truly mean it it's an open mic no one gives a shit yeah. we let homeless people on stage. like i don't <laughs> care i don't have any rules i i i think we should give artists any the chance True. even how delusional they are we are you know and some of them are not talented and some of them will never come back and we've seen really yeah. bad shows as a, i think as a host that's even funnier to me because i'm yeah. used to funny comedians so when i see somebody like extremely fucked up i'm yeah. like you know that's kind of funny to me i remember once we had this guy who just came and bombed so badly mm-hmm. i'm not gonna drop any names i will and then the same night he goes to the group chat and he writes when am i gonna be in your show next because i have some big ass material which is going to kill and i remember my <sighs> me <laughs> it's always men by the way like yeah. i'm just saying that was a man that level of delusional yeah usually comes from a man <laughs> and i remember my me wrote i will be there and i will be laughing either way <laughs> <laughs> that was very mean but i laughed so hard yeah. at that oh my god yeah. because that is true and i think that's like the beauty of an open mic like when i yeah. go to an open mic, i'm sorry but i don't want to see the top 10 best comedians i kind of i of course i want to laugh i want to see good comedians but i also yeah. want to see bad ones yeah because that's also funny i mean like you see the process yeah, like it's, like, it's like watching like reality shows like about super talents yeah like dsds we don't watch it to see the talents. No. We watch the delusional people who make us laugh. Who feel that they're, you know. Yeah, yeah, something told them inside that they can do it. Yeah. And then they, 
humiliate themselves or in front of the whole world. And that's funny to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, you have probably also bombed. I have bombed. Never. 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 Never, ever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe you. Not but me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's part of the process because you yeah. have to bomb to become good. You have to bomb some materials and you're like, okay, that was a shitty material. Mm. I'm not going to do that. And then yeah. at some point you're like, okay, I have now um, a few jokes which are funny. Yeah. And yeah, it's crazy. Let's try it out. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's why I love the open mic. We started with open mics for cu- like maybe six, seven months before we did our first yeah. mix show. And uh, five know, months. Five months. Okay. We started in October. Yeah. The first one we had was October last yeah, year. Yeah, after like five months, we're like, let's pay some of the comedians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning when we started, we had a lot of troubles just inviting people and yeah. uh, selling tickets. It was summer. It was crazy. We, we had no idea how to sell tickets, what to do, what not yeah, to do. Yeah, but we had nothing else going on in our life, so we never True. gave up. Yeah, yeah. And that's like a good thing about being on the bottom. Like, no one cares. You have nothing else. Like, what else should I do? Honestly, at least you have your family and you have a few friends in Hamburg. At yeah. least a few. I at had at nobody. I had nobody. I had to go to fucking Göttingen every week because I needed social contact with people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I s- yeah, you see, Hamburg <laughs> is very open to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why you were so dedicated for Burning Mike because you got nothing else to do. Yeah. I, I would go to that's work yeah. and go home, watch Netflix, play PlayStation and go to work again. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if, if there is a chance to start a show and start you know meeting new people comedians audience uh, whoever then that's good that's my social contact in Hamburg. i don't have to go to another city to have fun or yeah. you know I, now tomorrow i'm going to billiards with a few comedians i had to go to Göttingen and go to billiards with my friends because i had no friends in Hamburg. it was yeah. uh, and most comedians you hang out with tomorrow are Auslander. not <laughs> that's literally not where i was trying to go i was like those are the comedians we met doing burning mic but exactly. he was like the Auslander. he brought that yeah. up i don't know yeah. why but it was important for him yeah <laughs> old he habits has a diverse die friend group <laughs> those are illegal immigrants <laughs> Be- but m- like um <laughs> wait a second tomorrow i'm meeting only one of them is not german now on paper all of us are now german yeah 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 even though they are the entire cool. middle east uh not entire middle east we have we also have ukraine tomorrow yeah. well the entire non-safe countries right now countries which have been bombed yeah basically <laughs> those are usually the iran hasn't but they be doing the bombing so that they, they, ha- that yeah. helps or the financing everything. should i say we bombed those countries that's wrong to say that's because wrong to say, iran yeah, yeah. yeah but basically that's what we did we love everybody you know guys? anyway <laughs> let's not <laughs> that was not the point that was not the let's point let's not talk about iran <laughs> yeah yeah iran is the false pronunciation uh, iran iran iran. Yeah. iran i remember yeah. there was like a meme about an i and then it got yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but you grew up in iran uh i worked you grew up there. i grew up in iran yeah i actually moved here in 2015 so 2015. i was 24 when i moved here not my age yeah yeah yeah. Your age, I thought, okay, this this country can't be tolerated anymore. I have to go to another place. And you know what? I actually did not plan to stay in Germany. Mm. Uh, my plan was to come here, do my master's, and go to America 
thanks Trump, and he came to power. And when I was done with my studies, Iranians had travel bans, so we of couldn't course. go to America. And I was like, okay, now I speak German, and I know the country. Let's stay here. Do you think Trump did it because he could he could feel that you would come otherwise? Could be. Yeah, he had <laughs> yeah. like he was like, I'm, yeah. I know some no, guy I'm no. <laughs> is coming. Well, so. I, I, I'm not complaining. I'm like, there are a few people I meet, and they're like, okay, I'm I'm in Germany. I don't like it. I hate it. But I'm like, uh, that's your choice that you came here, and it's now your choice of staying here. So you should like it. Yeah. If you don't, just move away. I like it. Especially when I started speaking the language and knowing mm -hmm. the culture, I'm like, this is a cool country. Uh, I don't want to. I'm. I enjoy traveling to other countries. Yeah. But every time I travel anywhere else, I appreciate Germany a lot. I don't feel about that. Uh, I don't feel uh, about that about all of Germany. I feel about that about Hamburg. Okay. Like I was born and I was raised here. Every time when I go to one of the Germany's ugly cities, <laughs> okay. which is basically every city in East Germany and uh -huh. every small city that people tell you to go and visit, I'm just grateful that I come from <laughs> the only pretty city in Germany. I've made so many haters right now. I'm still care. trying to like Hamburg. Hamburg for me is the greatest city. I'm still time. trying to like it. Uh, if it wasn't for Burning Mike, I would have left Hamburg right away. Where would you... Which city would Berlin. You? Berlin, I get it. Berlin is a yeah. crazy city, but it's fun. I think, especially if you're young, you can do a lot of things in Berlin. Yeah. I would have gone to Berlin or I would have gone south because of the mountains and the nature. I love that. Yeah, south yeah. of Germany is also really yeah. pretty. I wouldn't live there, but it's pretty. It's just the accent. I think it's fake, so I don't like it. I mean, uh, I've been to Munich, and mm. a lot of people spoke English. I was like, okay, I could live. Oh, they speak English there, yeah. Quite well. well. Yeah, yeah, of course, but everybody in Germany does. Yeah, but in Hamburg, the f the first choice that people have is German, yeah. and if you don't speak it, they switch to English. But in Munich, they look at you, they're like, um, he probably doesn't speak <laughs> German, and then they yeah, they can automatically. just guess by the way you look. Yeah. No. Even I remember once I went to one of these. Uh, this is actually one of the jokes that I have said on the stage. Um, I went to one of these uh, beer gardens mm. in Munich and I started talking in German and the lady working there she was like why do you speak German I was like I'm sorry but yeah. is that a problem and she was like you're Italian why do you speak German I was like I'm not and she's like so what kind of Italian are you <laughs> <laughs> like, she already decided you're Italian she yeah. just wanted to know which type of Italian <laughs> It's <laughs> probably because Italy is just quite close and uh, there are a lot of people just, yeah, you know, yeah. Switzerland is expensive. To s they just end up in Bavaria to drink beer and stuff. Of course. But yeah, Bavaria for nature. Oh, I love that. Did you go to like a traditional beer garden in like a smaller town? Yeah, yeah. I performed well, there once. Yeah. I performed at a beer was garden. It, it was uh, still in the pandemic. It was open air. It was oh. cold. It was raining. <laughs> Four comedians before me all bombed. And they okay. were all like these older German men talking about beer, mm. talking. And I was like, okay, they are literally these crazy, drunk, probably conservative Germans are. Yeah their crowds and their bombing so how the hell am i going to work yeah i was 21 years old i never uh, performed outside of hamburg mm -hmm. i grew up in the big city most of my material is like pretty much like for younger people i mean i get older people as well mm -hmm. but i was 21 i didn't have a lot of material yet so True. i only had like seven minutes i went on stage and my first joke was like hey i know this looks like an rfd rally <laughs> uh and the they lost it. 
Okay. <laughs> like I got them right away. They thought it I was see. the funniest shit ever. And I performed, I killed. It was the first time that I killed. Okay. In a beer garden in like <laughs> East Hannover. Not even in Hannover. It was like near Hannover. Okay. It was really a fucking tiny village. Beer garden. German, German, <laughs> Germans. And I killed. And I couldn't believe that I worked okay. for that type of crowd. But it was just like, it also changed my viewpoint of people because i grew up in the big city i mm -hmm. grew up i grew up in hamburg city like in the center and um i only know people from hamburg i only know liberal people i only know the people who grew up in cities and yeah. people i've always always heard like people who come from like small towns are all like crazy and stupid yeah. and unintelligent and are racist and are close-minded and that's literally how i was thinking at 21 years old yeah but when i went there and i performed i was like oh first of all these people can laugh about themselves more than anyone <laughs> Yeah, true, true. More than anyone. Like, I cannot make... Uh, here in San Paulo, you, you cannot make jokes about certain things yeah. because people get offended easily. The people there don't get offended. No. I was literally making fun of them. And, and they, they were uh, laughing. They love it. They love it. They people love came it. up to me afterwards and, and they probably were like, oh, you, she's funny. Yeah. And the woman came up to me and was like, oh, I never laughed so much in my life. And it was... Crazy. Yeah, my ego got extremely high that day. I see, I see. Especially because I drove with some of the comedians back and all of them bombed. <laughs> oh, and now on the way and back. And I remember they were like, oh, it's a tough crowd. Uh -huh. And I said the most annoying thing you can imagine. And I was like, uh -huh. well, not for me. <laughs> and did they take you back? Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay. I had to walk back. I mean, you know what? <laughs> if I... If I was like a 30-something-year-old comedian, I've been doing it for 10 years, and yeah. some 20-year-old was killing it, I would have been like, you know what? You walk Fuck home. you. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck off. <laughs> this is conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, literally. They were laughing because you were a woman. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But, but by the way, when did you start comedy? I started in March 2020. I did like four shows in the year 2020. Oh. Uh, and then I did... And then I started in like September 2021. That's kind of where I really started. Mm -hmm. But I did like four shows in 2020. Okay. I did uh, three shows at Moin Haha. Uh -huh. And I bombed. Open mic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. They pu put me in <laughs> professional shows. I never talked ever. I mean, as a newcomer, they might just put you in a professional no, no, no. show as well. Okay. okay. Sh shitty open mics. Okay. It was like eight people because it was the height of the pandemic. All right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then... Um, I did four shows. I bombed completely every time. Okay. I was extremely nervous. I couldn't talk. I only did like four minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I saw like uh, the international comedy show. And Miami yeah. told me, hey, you can just text him. Mm -hmm. So I did. I texted him and he gave me 10 minutes. I didn't have 10 minutes. And also I had no English minutes. Oh, so you did the English before the uh, lockdowns? No, no, after the oh, lockdown. Okay, it was like July okay. 2020. I see, I see. It was, but it was... Um, that short uh, period. Yeah, but it was like... Uh, what, what What is it called? Uh, social distancing? Social distancing yeah, and yeah. everything. But mask was not obligatory. Yes, it was. Everybody in the, in really? the crowd was wearing masks. Okay. Not Germans. me. But <laughs> I, I did 10 minutes and I killed for the first time in my life. Okay. And that gave me hope to do more. Yeah. I never killed in German, but I killed in English. And then Kali was so nice. And he was like, you know what? Next, uh, you play twice today. And then he called me the next day. And he's like, you're playing to, uh, today twice again. And then the next day he called me, you're playing twice again. <laughs> again so and no one like at that moment like no one really believed in in, in my comedy and yeah. I, everybody thought it was just like this really really bad comedian yeah and so it was really nice to have somebody who was experienced believe in me uh -huh. and i remember the last night he was like hey do you want to headline the show 
I've only been doing it for weeks. Did you have enough material for Not that? Not at all. And he was just like, can you play 20 minutes? I didn't even have four minutes by that moment. <laughs> so what did you do? I was like, okay. I was so delusional <laughs> back then. And I was like, really like, it felt so good that somebody believed in me that I was yeah. like, I can't do it. And I was, I remember I was writing the jokes <laughs> before going on, on stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I did 20 That's minutes. Bold. I did 20 minutes and they were fine. They were not like the other ones before, but mm. it was really good. It gave me a lot of confidence to the next time when I did a German show, I remember they didn't want me there, but no other comedian <laughs> could. Yeah. And I was kind of like the last comedian. So they booked me anyways, mm. but they put me in the middle because they really had zero hope for me. I see. And I went and I killed. And I remember the comedian after, and that's when... After the English one. Yeah, after the okay, English one, okay. I killed for the first time in German. And then afterwards, uh, the uh, lockdown happened and we didn't do oh, shows shit. for a whole year. But I left with a good impression. Yeah. So in 2021, the, when the show started again, they wanted me back. They had good memories for They me. had good yeah, memories. Yeah. And I'm actually very grateful for that. And then September 2021 is where I actually really started to do regularly mm. shows. Mm. I mean, the first time you killed was an English show. That tells a lot about the difference between English shows and the German shows. Exactly. I think so. I think yeah. the people... To be honest, my, the, my set wasn't funny. But the people were like probably really drunk. Hyped. Yeah. And there were like a lot of like, there was like a group of women uh -huh. for their bachelorette party from Florida, America. Oh, so they were laughing by just the way I looked. Like it was just yeah. me walking up on stage. They were laughing. But um, at that time, I told myself it was because of my comedy. Yeah. It probably wasn't. I it mean, was this one. Uh, we, we see it. It was sometimes we have nights where everything is just funny. It is true. It and is it was true. just one of those nights. And but it gave me the confidence mm -hmm. to go on and to keep doing comedy, because if it, if I didn't have those shows, I don't know if I would have done it. Yeah, because if you bomb like five times, ten times in a row, you're like, maybe I'm not funny. And you give up. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's what happens with a lot of people who come to our show as well. Yeah. Most people who come here once never come again. Yeah, there's like a 60, 70 percent of people who will never show up again because some people actually do not see themselves as a comedian. They just want to try to see if they can stand in front of people and talk. Exactly. But I have seen like I have been surprised by some of the people who came and performed for us. And I was like that. It can be true. They say it's the first time it it's impossible. Yeah, we had that on Tuesday. Yeah. We had a really funny female comedian. Yeah. It was her first time. She absolutely killed, absolutely destroyed. Yeah. And that's always amazing to see. I'm extremely jealous because it took me a month to be good. Yeah. But, you know, I, I hope she comes back. I hope so too. She yeah. was really funny. Yeah. I don't know. If she's just watching or hearing, yeah. I, I would hope that she comes back. Renata is yeah, her Renata. name. Yeah, yeah. And we also had like people like Abigail. Mm. She when she started she was just trying to experiment a few things and now she kept persisting. She didn't yeah. give up and now she's good. She's really good comedian. Yeah. 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 But um uh, do you remember why did you wanted to start with stand-up comedy? Like, did you had a specific reason? I clearly remember. And okay. it's kind of embarrassing to say. Like, I am a very shy person. Yeah. A very shy person. Mm. Even in front of my whole family, like cousins and stuff, I wouldn't have talked at all. Oh, wow. Until I was 18, 19, I started teaching English. Mm. And to teach, I had to stand in front of, you know, people I don't know and teach them grammar. Mm. and i remember the first session i went to teach there were like six people all of them were above 30 years old <laughs> five of them stood up and left 
and they went to the supervisor they said this is a kid he has to learn english he's not going to teach us yeah. and he said i will make a promise that he's a good teacher they stayed with me five months in a row oh, so wow. that was like a boost for me you know Definitely. having the confidence to stand in front of people and just talk and uh in my family my father was a funny guy so he was the one who would just go to people and make jokes mm. not you know not jokes jokes like uh, inside jokes, dad jokes and stuff yeah, but but funny ones to be honest and uh i had also my uncle so they they were like the funny people in our uh, family and I was like, okay, I can be funny too. So I would make jokes with my friends. I would imitate our teachers. I would mm. imitate my boss. I remember we had like vice president. At, uh, I, I used to work in a bank. And I used to imitate the vice president. And the manager realized it. So once he calls me and he says, uh, come to my office. I go there and he's like, close the door. I close the door and I feel something is not, you know, going right. And he's like, I've heard that you make fun of uh, my vice president. I was like, um, I'm very sorry about that. He's like, do it now. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, do it now. I want to laugh at him. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. So I start doing that. And he laughs his ass off. And I see that the situation is so good. And I started making fun of himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and he started laughing. And I was like, cool, nice. You, you're a nice man. And that was kind of, you know, having the confidence that I could be funny in front of people. Then I moved here. I had no idea of becoming, how to become German, like German <laughs> comedian. How to become German. That yeah. is a big question. Yeah. And uh, I went to Max Amini's show. He's one of the Iranian com comedians yeah. who's very famous. And I watched the show. I loved it. And after the show, I went drinking with a friend of mine. And I was like, you know what? I hope one day I would be like Max Amini. I will tell jokes and then travel to another country, tell jokes, travel again. And he was like, why don't you do it? And we're drunk by that moment. I was like, could I? And he's like, yeah, just tr give it a try. So mm -hmm. there in the pub, I just take out my mobile phone. I write an email to International Office of Göttingen University. I, I, ha I was bold enough to say I am a comedian. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how it starts. That's yeah. how it starts. I am before yeah. I will. Yeah. And I was like, I am a comedian and I've seen that you have different programs. Do you want me to have a comedy night for you guys? And they reply, yes. And I was like, all right. So my idea was if you want to become a comedian, you have 90 minutes, two hours. Because every comedy special I have seen is two hours. I had no idea what an open mic is. Oh, my God. Now, wait. So I just texted them and we fixed the date. October 30th of October 2017 was yeah. my first try. I went there. I took like 15 to 20 friends of mine. I was like, hey, I want to do comedy yeah, and stuff. 15 to 20 friends. I'm jealous. Uh, back then in Göttingen, I had a lot of friends. And there were like 30, 40 other people who just came because they had nothing else to do. You know, Auslander. Mm. Uh, <laughs> studying there and they have nothing to do. Yeah. And it's in English. So they came. We had about 50, 55 people. And I was like, wow, this is really happening. And I, I remember I did... 95 minutes without a break i didn't the first show i had was 95 minutes and <laughs> now i think about it I was like, how can you stand 95 minutes but i did yeah. that yeah about what did you talk about i just talked about how i ended up in germany what happened to me on the way how iran was and to be honest uh i had good laughs 
It was not like people were bored and they would leave. They were engaged and they sat there and after the show they came and talked to me. And the friends of mine knew, but the other people had the impression, okay, how long have you been doing comedy? I was like, this is my first time. And then... Did you prepare your set or was it just like freestyle? Um, it was not freestyle. I had the running order of what I want to say, but I didn't type it down or write it down. I had like bullet points. It, it's still what I do. I have bullet points. I have ideas. Mm. And I had like two A4 pages and I had it on a table and I would just start talking. And when I'm done, I'm just check. I'm like, okay, next one is that one. Uh, okay. And in between, I forget something. I'm like, okay, wait a second. Uh, okay, now. And I did that. And uh, they liked it. They wrote emails to uh, international office. Let's have it again. And next semester, I did that again. So I did it for three semesters in a row. The fourth semester, I wanted to do it. A woman wrote a very long email and said this guy is sexist because two years ago I watched him and he told one joke which was sexist. And they just asked me to go there and they were like, okay, what did you say? I was like, that was two years ago, I don't remember. How often did you do the show? Just once every semester? Once every semester, yeah. So it was basically every six months, 90 minutes. That's more than doing like 50 (laughs) shows a week and doing the same five minutes. True, true. But do you like miss that delusional mindset at the beginning of every single comedian? I always feel that. It's just every time when I meet a new comedian, they always have like 20 to 30 minutes. They're so like, oh, I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. Because I mean, my sixth show, I was headlining a show doing 20 minutes. That's crazy. Like how I was bold to do it. But now I, I have a yeah. new joke and I'm like, oh, I'm scared. Should I try it? Should I try it? <laughs> I remember we had one, one comedian who did our show like three times and it was not perfect. It was just normal. And then she came to me. She was like, uh, you have this Indra shows going on. I was like, yeah. And she's like, when are you booking me? I was like, oh, that's a professional show for people. You know, it's a show for people who have done mm. that for a few years we need good comedians and she was like i have eight minutes solid material i was like you did three shows with us how can you say it's solid material if you haven't done it like 50 times but you know what i love it i love the extreme confidence that every single young comedian or artist have i think that's why you keep going yeah and i i miss that i kind of wish i would still have that just like the you know just like writing jokes backstage and then just doing 10 new minutes yes i would never do that today I'm too scared no. to do that. Uh, mm, if I do 10 minutes, I would go f- with six, seven new material, like yeah, minutes of material. Of course, but like but not the not whole complete, thing. No. But if you start out, you don't have, if True. you have nothing, you are not scared to lose anything. I mean, you, you know? have nothing to say, so you have to be new. Yeah, like I didn't have any minutes. So every minute was new. So I was completely going crazy. But now I have like a solid 30 minutes to go back to where I know, oh, this will always work. Yeah. So if I'm like nervous and they're like 100 people, I'm like, oh, I'm just doing the thing that I know that works. So I can like boost my ego. But I'm not like, I did the help. But if I do open mics, I kind of feel it's cheating. Because you have solid material and you kill it and you're like, okay, I'm too good. And then it's 10 minutes of material you have played a hundred times. And it's an open mic. You don't have to impress people, really. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is true. Yeah. All right. Crazy. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, why I started doing comedy. Uh-huh. I talked about my first experiences. But my when I started doing comedy was I was 19 years old. Uh-huh. And I was studying civil engineering. 
Okay. And I hated it. <laughs> and I came to the point where I was just like, I don't know what I'm, I should do with my life. Like all of my friends were studying something that they mm-hmm. love and I hated, hated, hated civil engineering. Okay. I hated my job. I hated everything. And I was like looking at open mics online. I was like, I should try this. I should try this. I should try this. Mm-hmm. But I was always too nervous to do. So I never did. I was 19 years old. But then when I turned 20 years old, I was like, you know what? Before I turned 21, I want to go on a stage. Even if I bomb, I don't care. Yeah. I have to try it. And then I went on a stage. I bombed. But I was just like, you know what? It didn't kill me. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do it again. So your first time doing comedy, comedy. in Hamburg was Moin Haha. Moin Haha, For exactly. me as well. Yeah. yeah. I think there was like every comedian who started like around 2020 was... Yeah. Or before it was Moin Haha was like the open mic. Yeah, true. To, st- to start out. Now it's, I think, more like get up and everything else. The first time I went there, it was like uh, October 12th. I clearly remember because my visa was running out on October 14th. And I did like eight minutes of material about having no visa in two days time and looking for a german girl to marry i have a joke <laughs> about that do you yeah. remember like um my work colleague who's yeah. looking for a, a fair german yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. so you were the guy done that for a while i should try because sometimes yeah. people think it's too mean but i think it's so funny it is funny <laughs> it is funny <laughs> i remember it was alexia who was running the open mic and at the end of my show, I was like, okay, uh, my set was like, okay, now um, I give you 5,000, just marry me because uh, my yeah. reason is running out. And they started laughing so hard. And I was like, I can also give you a Iranian passport. And <laughs> somebody lost their shit. And actually two girls came to me after the show and they were like, good luck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. German woman? <laughs> yeah, of course, because it was a German open mic. Okay, so you should have said like, let's go like uh, uh, my german uh, proficiency was so bad I, I i had material for eight minutes and that was it oh you couldn't talk back then i, I could talk but not on the spot <gasps> i had to think and prepare so if i wanted to talk to you in german i would just prepare myself for 10 15 minutes and if the conversation goes too long i'm like my German ended it's like now. Like a Roomba, you're yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I have a daily limit. I uh, I just reached my <laughs> limit. I, I reached my limit. Yeah. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. I reached all of the words that I know. I'm sorry, yeah. I have to go. Basically. Yeah. Oh, wow, but your German now is actually pretty. It good. is okay. It's it decent. is okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not decent. I Sometimes, yeah. uh, you know, now it's eight years I'm here, and I I speak German. I go do German comedy, but s- still, sometimes when I'm doing jokes on the stage, probably people who are watching it. Do do not realize it, but I realize it, that I say, I don't know, ich hab ihm gesagt, which is wrong. Most Germans don't even get it right. Yeah. It gives a shit. But that goes on my nerves. I was like, oh, fuck, that was dative. They probably think, like, this German guy speaks better German than me. Like, <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. But ihm and ihn, like, no, that's not something you should be worried about. <laughs> Especially not the Germans in San Pauli who are too drunk <laughs> to fucking know their own yeah. name. Yeah, true. But yeah. that gets on my nerves. And I'm like, oh, damn, now people say, yeah, your grammar is shit. And I always... Yeah, they're calling the Ausländer about he has to go. Yeah. Um, too late now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I actually used to say, yeah, you know, sometimes my grammar is funnier than my jokes. And they would laugh at that. It's like uh, we have one comedian who plays in Russian. Uh-huh. And his... <laughs> oh, yeah. His accent is the reason why people are laughing yeah. louder than And he's raised here. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. so funny to me. He's <laughs> unbelievably good. Because it's like, I don't know, like, do I have an accent in Arabic when I speak in English? Or is it more of a German not, accent? Not really. 
Well, well, is it? Uh, but it is. An it's clearly not non-native. Non-native. Oh, yeah. if I just listened to you, I wouldn't say you're an Arab. Yeah, probably more German. Because you do not talk like this, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. This is yeah. a this is a fifty euros, but for you, I make twenty-five. Yeah, <laughs> brother. <laughs> yeah, Same. true, true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man. By the way, we are in Lustig Comedy Club. That's oh, yeah. where we started, actually. We had our first open third, mic here. Yeah, third of May it was, and it didn't look like this. There was no stage. There, w- the stage there was, was nothing back. here. Yeah, it was like we were the same level at the uh, as the audience. Yeah, some comedians miss it because it was like easier to try out jokes yeah. because we were very close. But we were like, no. That was very intimate. It was extremely intimate because but we used to sleep with them as well. No, <laughs> <laughs> the the problem is, um, like at least I had the same problem. Uh, people would be sitting in the front rows, okay. Mm. People sitting in the back rows, they wouldn't see me because I'm too short for Germany. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that was my problem. Yeah, and I was like, oh shit. So the moment, like, l- it was September last year when they had the stage. I was like, oh, yeah. oh yes, there is a stage. I can go h- and stand higher. So, so I people can it. see you. Yeah. You are yeah. now the average height of a German. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> On this stage, you're the average height of a German. Oh but yeah, we've God. been doing shows here for a very long time. Yeah. And it's great. We had so many different comedians who performed here, yeah. really, like, from all around the world, from South Africa to America to Australia. Yeah. Like, everybody We had crazy here. shows here. Like, everybody was just killing it. And people from the street just... just heard some laughter, in. walked in. Yeah, they didn't buy tickets, but we didn't care anymore. Yeah. So we're like... Go ahead. Yeah. Just walk in. I mean, it's like we started the show at 8 and it's already 9.30. So most of the show is gone and people just walk in and we're like, you can stand here. But, you know, there is a show next week so you can come back again. Yeah, we had also some drunk people who came and yelled and then they left. Which is, you know, the great representation of San Pauli. Exactly. And we need that as well. It's the culture of the city. Yeah. And I mean, this stage was the birthplace of many comedians who are just regularly playing at our show. Exactly. And also a lot of jokes were just told here which became memes on tiktok like the one from chris harry potter the harry potter meme was started here and many many more and also there there were a lot of jokes which were explained here and nobody dares to talk about them anymore because they were so (laughs) of course (laughs) even i mean myself as well like 90 percent of the jokes never left the womb no 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 (laughs) they stayed here between us and and the the walls and the the comedians and the crowd and the crowd yeah we we have had very good crowds (coughs) i i can't remember only maybe one or two shows here which were not really that fun to play yeah i remember them more yeah because traumatizing it's trauma and it keeps you up at night but it's fine no the thing is like i've we had one show that was so bad and i hosted it (laughs) yeah and i remember you were coming up to me and was like oh this was really bad and my response was like at least you're done i have to come back to that crowd every eight minutes and yes. show my face knowing everyone wants me dead. That night was October 4th, last you, year. Like, remember everything. Yeah. I, I forgot I, I, which I was year a teacher, already. so like, I'm <laughs> very good at names and dates. And uh, I'm a tutor, but I'm the dumb yeah. tutor. So <laughs> I'm just not that. No, the thing is, I met a girl and... Uh, on Deutsche Bahn because mm-hmm. Deutsche Bahn just stopped and then we... She really? The Deutsche Bahn did not... No, they just kicked us out and they were like, okay, oh, there's no... they were not doing their job? I never <laughs> heard of it. It's like, usually... Like all the time. 
<laughs> and I was in the middle anything. of the road. I couldn't come back to Hamburg. And I was just standing there checking my mobile phone, not knowing what to do. Mm. And then uh, she was also standing. And there was just an Asian girl who came to me and asked a few questions. Then she turned to her and started asking her the same questions and getting the same answers. And then turned to another person. Mm-hmm doing that for like five minutes with different people and then this girl standing beside me she just turned to me and she was like is she not crazy i was like yeah and that was the start of the conversation that's how most german conversation starts complaining about other people yeah and uh she was like so where are you going to i was like hamburg and she was going to munster and she was like so what are you gonna do now i was like i don't know i'm fucked she's like oh my my parents are coming to pick me up and take me back to Göttingen because i was in Göttingen, obviously Mm. and uh we could just take you back if you want to and i was like oh that would be great so on the road we are talking with their parents and was it a german girl yeah yeah wow i never seen that type of hospitality before i've seen a a lot of nice germans to be honest okay yeah If, if you're in trouble they, they help, help you. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But if you're not in trouble, they necessarily don't talk to you mm-hmm. at all. Of course. And on the road, we were talking and they were asking me, so what do you do? I was like, I'm a comedian. And I was like, oh, shit, really? And so she was supposed to move to Hamburg and then uh, she came to the show on the same night. That oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And that I, I was really hoping that she would come and she would like it and she would come back again with friends and stuff. She never came back after that show. Of course not. Yeah. I didn't come back. Like, <laughs> I, I mentally You had left. to. You, you're paid to come, but... But I was close to never come back. So. Yeah, that was very bad. Oh, my God. That, oh, shit. Did we have, like, bad co- like a lot of newcomers or was it... No. No, even the comedians who just killed the week before. Yeah. It was it not was working. Just, I don't it know. It was one of those nights. It was the day after October 3rd. So people were still in national holiday mode, you know. Yeah. And probably drunk from the t- night before. But I feel like you can tell by the way you walk on stage and you ask people, are you guys ready for a comedy show? By the way they yeah. react. Oh, yeah. You know how the night will turn out to be. Exactly. We've also had nights when you say, are you guys ready? And you're like, all right. Just Then just when you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to do much. But if you, but we had it one time where we asked, like, are you guys ready? And silence. Yeah. Oh. And one person was like, yeah. I guess. I guess. This is comedy. Yeah. But I'm really thankful that we kept going. And now, like, this week we had the Tuesday show. It was unbelievable. We had 85 people. Mm. I don't know how we managed to... I was to a little bit stressed. But you we were very stressed. Yeah, and you making sure everybody else was stressed too. Because yes. that's how I deal with stress. <laughs> I remember... I make sure everybody is having a bad time. <laughs> Not only me. <laughs> One of the comedians kept talking to me. And he was like, oh, why don't you enjoy the show? It's a crazy show. It's full. And I was like, yeah. no, you're stressed. And he was like, why? It's going really well. I was like, no, you don't know what's happening here. Yeah, no one came and talked to me. Because yeah. they could just tell by my face, don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this is like... um this is like the beginning of the podcast like yeah. up to we do it once a month once a month and yes. we have really really funny people with extremely funny stories yeah. some people who got arranged marriage in India some people who got up <laughs> in the Middle East and some people from Australia who yeah. come here as an artist visa and they live in Berlin like just the craziest yeah. stories 
and we cannot wait to show them yeah. to the podcast to people to meet them to meet their stories some of them met them as comedians they seen them perform True. but them as people i feel like some comedians are even funnier if you go and you drink something with them because yes. they loosen up and they just talk and that's where like most stories start you know and, and some people are actually vice versa they're like very funny on stage when you talk to them they are very serious yeah which is i think is also very interesting yeah you know? like and uh, i mean w with this podcast we will show them all yeah like yeah. we will invite a guest every single month they will probably sit here and yeah. then we will uh, you know talk, talk to them yeah yeah and interview them and make them annoyed now i've got some questions i got from okay. instagram because we're running out of time now it's 45 minutes we've been talking wow and uh yeah and you didn't believe in this podcast either right probably not no <laughs> I, again i was just like sure we will do a yeah. podcast i just say yes and i just don't think yeah <laughs> so the first question should i ask myself first or you uh, first i mean just ask ladies first okay so you uh, <laughs> wait oh we got some questions um actually some of them are spams i'm not gonna read them but read the spams uh, <laughs> it's like do you want a new iphone 5 <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like to be my ghost crush. I don't know if that's like a sex bot or something. I don't know. Where was this? I don't know. I mean, I I could take like three of them out and read them. So what did it, uh, I wanted to invite you to the cinema. I have a crush on you. I, I'm not really what sure. What happened to your hair, Shahid? Yes. Oh, that is a question <laughs> that we should answer. You, because yeah. you had black hair. And you're in your Blacker. early 30s. Yeah, you, you had dark hair, obviously. Yeah. But now you have gray hair, and this person wants to know what the hell happened to you. Because you're still in your early 30s. Uh, yeah, that's part of the genetics. Like, my, my father also had a lot of gray hair when he was 30. Mm. I'm now 33. Jesus age. Jesus age. Yeah. The lucky age. I, the I think age. I'm going to be crucified at one of the shows. Probably. Yes. That's usually how the shows For end. the sake of other comedians going so on stage. To the woman who asked the question, why well, Shahid's hair is <laughs> Maybe gray, it was a man. I don't probably know. a woman. It's genetics. It's maybe. And it's you also don't. Maybe it's, it's because I used to have long hair and now I don't. Ah, uh, maybe that. Maybe yeah. that. Okay. The thing is, uh, during Corona, I was doing home office. I didn't find the necessity to go to the barbers. And I was like, you know what? It, it kind of looks okay. -ish. Yeah. And it started growing longer and longer. And at some point, I, was, I liked it. Uh, I still look at the photos. I'm like, oh, cool. But then at some point, it started falling off. And all around my apartment was like full of her and i hated that part and i was like you know what i'm gonna cut it out and the thing is i work in corporate so it it wasn't really appreciated that i had long hair and when yeah. i just had it cut they were so happy oh they talked about you behind your back probably they didn't talk but probably. the way they looked and at some point they would just say something they're like oh you know just kidding but you look better with shorter yeah, hair. Yeah, you are not attractive anymore. Like <laughs> just I liked it. I, I had yeah. long hair and I liked the photos. But n I I posted them on Instagram. And I remember I was going to open for Nega Amiri. Mm. And they contact me like half an hour before the show. I go there and Nega Amiri looks at me and she's like, you're not the same person. I was like, no, I'm, I am. And she's like, no, 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 the guy has long hair. Who is, who is him? Uh, who are you? Where is he? She was straight. I was like, I'm the same person with short hair. Oh my God, you're like Hannah Montana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, do you speak German? I was like, yes. And she's like, 
all right then do wouldn't it be funny if she said are you sure and you're like you know what i don't i'm not <laughs> oh yeah. actually i'm not she was very stressed but it was a very good show i really liked it I, I'm, i've been reading some of the questions yeah and is this like on instagram like uh, they ask questions on instagram and they can see it it's an app which makes uh questions anonymous so anonymously uh, people can ask you questions on instagram yeah and they are asking like birding mike um yeah why are most of them sex related i don't know do they want to sleep with you what the hell is happening all of them are asking like if they could sleep with shine basically no come on and and they are all in german i yeah. wish i wish they were not sex bots <laughs> but th there is a question from you netflix and chill uh-huh uh so the question from you what is jazz doing beside comedy uh i study i i'm i'm almost finished with my architectural degree mm -hmm. so no civil engineering no civil engineering i changed to architecture mm -hmm. i actually like it i really do um i'm doing my bachelor and hopefully soon my master and on the meantime i'm teaching yeah i'm teaching math and english so if you guys need a math teacher who is also funny <laughs> which i think it helps because i'm a generally yeah. good math teacher because i make the students laugh yeah and i think math is one of those subjects that make people cry and Fucking hate themselves and kill themselves and i can make it more yeah enjoyable but that's what i do besides comedy now I you have this joke as you say you worked in a bakery i used to work in a bakery i uh i used to work there for three almost four years wow okay and i hated it <laughs> of, of course i did and now you have a 10 minute bit about it i have a 10 minute and it's just getting longer and longer and longer you because should be happy about it i mean i hate i hated my job so much that i stopped going to that neighborhood anymore uh, oh wow and it's like literally trauma <laughs> It's like people like coming from war, uh -huh. like they have trigger warnings. <laughs> I that's me it was like my work. Like I cannot show up there anymore. But uh, did your colleagues know that you do comedy? I never talked to them. Oh, like do you, okay. in Germany we have Dutzen and Zitzen, uh -huh. right? I only work with like fifty plus customers, and uh -huh. they were all douching each, each other. I was Mrs. Kitana. <laughs> I was the youngest one, oh and they they talked to me like I was like this chef in the cr uh, in the oh audience. <laughs> <laughs> in the workplace like they were like mrs katana can we help they they were oh zitzing me and you were like 2021 20, i was 18 oh <laughs> shit germans like yeah. i'm a the, i'm the professional one i see they I see. never we never really talked oh my god yeah. now for me like my colleagues know that i do comedy and some of them have been to our shows i remember my my boss came to our anniversary show mm. and i remember anna burroughs was like doing the headliner oh. and i talked to her i knew that she's very good at crowd work and she talks a lot about sex and i was like anna could you talk to that guy with his wife sitting in the first show and yeah. she she was like who's that i was like that's my boss so she started talking about sex with them directly and roasted them and after the show like the day after my boss was like oh yeah we got caught with uh, the comedian just started talking to us it was a, a bit embarrassing i was like i asked her to do that <laughs> <laughs> what was she asking um, like very inappropriate questions i think i think I, I can't remember exactly but i remember something like she said uh i will like she turned to his wife and said i will lick your pussy if you let me sleep with your husband something like that something and she, like i think that. she said yes or so and people were laughing so uh -huh. hard yeah by the way if you come to our comedy show you will also get harassed sexually <laughs> by anna barris <laughs> yeah that's, we should have her again she's amazing she is really one of the 
fucking funniest people I've met. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I have one more question, and then we can wrap this up. So, how often do you have shows? Um, basically, we used to have Tuesday shows only, mm. and now we have Saturday shows. Saturday so shows. We have Tuesdays open mics in Jolly Jumper. Mm -hmm. We have Saturday shows in Aono Hostel. Both of them are open mics, and every other week we have a Friday special. So next one is going to be 17th of November. November. And we also have 3rd of November, we also have uh, a solo special. One of the comedians from Berlin, Pat Moore, is bringing his solo. He's now touring in Austria and Switzerland. He's going to be here in two weeks' time, so 3rd of November. He's really one of the funny... I recommended them to my friends to come yeah. to see him. The first time we had him, it was our anniversary. The first time he came, talking a little bit about him to describe him to other people who don't know him, he yeah. came wearing a shirt with the f of um, and there was like a face of a dog, <laughs> and it was his dog. Yeah, and that was, <laughs> and he was raised with lesbian parents in yeah. San Francisco. I laughed so hard, and yeah. then we had him again a month later. He was headlining our Indra show, mm. spotlight show, and now he's coming back with one hour. So, so I'm I'm yeah. I'm I'm, I'm actually exciting and I'm not lying, yeah, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> and apart from that, we also have the spotlight show, which is our yeah. best show. It's uh, once a month, second Thursday of the month. Mm -hmm. uh, next one is actually planned already. So Abbas is going to be our newcomer. Andres Crump is going to headline from Hamburg, and we have two headliners: one from Berlin, Jules Oaks, the UK comedian yeah. based in Berlin, and also Aaron Crouch, the US comedian from Kaiserslautern. It's a, it's also a very it's strong. It's always lineup. an amazing show, amazing yeah. comedian. So and once a month, we are in Lustig Comedy Club. We are doing, doing this year. Yes, podcasting. Uh, next month, I thought of Ayo because Ayo. he's gonna have his solo on 15th of November. So it's the best chance to have him and talk about his experience. He's been doing comedy shows for he, like four he, years now. He's been in almost every one of our shows. If yes. you ever came to our show, you probably saw him. He's yeah. been on our shows since day one. Yeah. And he is maybe one of the best talents we have in Hamburg. So I can't. And he has a very interesting story. He speaks fluent Spanish, which I did not know. Uh, me neither. Like I know this guy for four <laughs> years and he just starts doing like comedy shows in Spanish. In fucking Spanish. And he kills it. I'm like, oh, what the hell? What? How? Yeah. Like, I think there's so much more that we don't know, yeah. even though we see him so often. Yeah. That I'm actually very. In, um, I cannot wait to interview. Yeah, him. yeah. So 15th of November, check yeah. his solo hour. I will definitely be there. Yeah, and me then too. Uh, the next podcast, 24th of November, we will have him to ask him how it was. Maybe he inspires us to do an hour. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I love the guy, and okay. he's such a humble person. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And that was backstage gossip with Jasmine, Jasmine. Katana and Shaina Smari. And now see you next month. See you next month. Bye bye. Bye bye.